It's podcast time. Time for our podcast. And lots to look forward to from the show today. We had our Prime Minister on, we had Eric Banner. Um, and things got quite um hairy. You brought up something actually with Eric. Yeah. That we never talked <clears> about yeah. before yeah. and we yeah. probably will never talk about again. Yeah, trying so to get another catchy. Look forward to that. Also, we spoke to people who'd been shot. Here's some great stories oh. about people just being shot mm. by actual guns. And um, I you know, I always say it, you know, West is best, but Caroline Springs, Caroline Springs, Geelong at Werribee <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> We hold it down when mm. it comes to getting shot. 3021. <laughs> um, 3029. Now, the other day brap, brap. on our podcast, we talked about Josiah going to get his ears hey guys. cleaned. Mm. Hi, Josiah. Hello. Got a haircut instead. So I did both. You went, what's this thing called? So it's microsuction where they put a tube down your ear and they almost vacuum it out, kind of like a colonoscopy. What she said. Yeah, oh. so she did say that. <laughs> and what's Actually, it cost? Was a, what's it cost? It's so it's $110, $110, right? Just to get the suck in, apparently. A lot of cotton buds. If you're listening to the last podcast, we spoke about <laughs> cash. Um, we spoke about what it's going to feel like after I've done it, once they get all the wax out of your ears and stuff. So $110. I got there in Footscray with my father-in-law. It took about an hour and a half to get over the Westgate last Thursday. It was a nightmare. Get there. He looks in my ear, right? I was in and out in 30 seconds. I've got no wax. Oh, he didn't even bother. I know. No, my ears are crystal clear. You I've got did not even there. get a vacuum. You didn't no, get a suck. He, he, so you can see the camera in front of you. So he goes into my ear. There's literally nothing there. My ears are perfect. So he just goes, you can get out now. Less than 45 seconds. So it usually costs, but I thought, gonna, I thought, no, I thought they were going to give it to me free. They gave it to me for 55. Still had to pay oh. half price. Less than a minute. What about your father-in-law? Uh, he had very minimal and he was in there for maybe less than five. He had to pay the 410. Oh, so, wow. Printing cash. I'm not saying it's a ripoff. Did but, you pop in next door? Uh, in Footscray. With your spare 55? Yeah. No, did a drive by it. <laughs> I think I want to go and get this ear needling thing. Just well, be prepared though. If you've got no, yeah, it's a waste of money. No, I reckon I have. You know when you get, if you put like um, these in and if I, I go, there's a crackle. Isn't a crackle there something going on? No, do you know what I do have is surfers ear. So two bones in my ear are starting to come close together and over time they can touch and you get no hearing. What's oh, surfers wow. Apparently surfers? If you, your ears are exposed to too much cold water. So $55 told me that. But, there you go. That's yeah. good. Good Why have you got it? Because I don't think I don't you know. Is that, that a bargain? I grew up surfing. <laughs> hey, you could go deaf one day. Yeah. Is that worth it? And get 55? out. I could get say out. that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you fix that now? Can, can you like get it before, Surgery. before, before it happens? Yeah. Surgery. Surgery. That's it. And here we go. You don't clean your ears. So $55 yeah. did get me this. I told you that. Don't use a cotton bud. Do you know what he told me to do? Yeah. Two drops of olive oil once every couple oh, of yes. weeks. That's all wax oil. It's another yeah. Oh, really? You yeah, you never use cotton buds. It's so dangerous. I didn't know that. Oh, God, it's so yeah. tempting that, though, isn't it? Yeah. But it's no good. Anyway, there's my life. Pushing it further down. Yeah, I do it. Yeah. Because mm. I have headphones in all the time. It's no yeah. good. Yeah. And then my mother-in-law cut my hair when I got home. Marmalade jar. Yeah, where's your mother-in-law? She was really good, thank you. She said Anyway, Lovely lady. Now you're going to have to listen to her with ad, those clean ears. Ads <laughs> for Alpha Bucks on the way to win you 20K. Hello? Hey, Live from the Fox Studios in South Melbourne. Fifi Box. Got your back, bro. Brendan Favola. Blue Pill. Nick Cody. Ooh, smelly. Our Melbourne's number one breakfast show. Woo! We are the best city in the world. Just love Melbourne's the best. The guys every morning get me to work um, with a smile on my face. Wake up with Fifi Bell.
What a treat this is for your Monday. My fellow Australians, thank you for this extraordinary honour. Albanese's on the show this morning. Yes, welcome to the show, our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Good morning, team. I wasn't expecting to get that insight into Feb in the shower. (laughs) Mate, it's a beautiful... start of Monday morning. Hey, Albo, it's a beautiful sight. I'll give you the tip. The beer drinking. Albo, please yeah. tell me if this is too personal a question because I don't understand a man sitting in a shower having a beer. Are you a get in the shower and just, you know, obviously wash, then get out, or do you like a long, lazy shower? Uh, no, I'm I'm sort of uh, very much get the job done. Yes, <laughs> get, get clean, out. Get out get <laughs> we all like to get the job I done, big fella. That. <laughs> I get that. Um, now, uh, on to more topical things. Last night you were at the Australian Open. Um, Prime Minister, who were you going for, the Italian or the Russian? Medvedev well, or Sinner? Of course someone called Albanese was going for the Italian. First time <laughs> that a, uh, an, an Italian has won the Australian Open, and I reckon for all Australians with uh, any Italian in their, in their blood, um, would be uh, pretty pleased uh, today. It would have been a big night last night in Ligon Street oh. and uh, in in my my electorate in Sydney, back in Leichhardt and Haberfield, there'd be people really celebrating uh, into the early hours this morning. But it, w- it was a fantastic match. Both players did remarkably well, but Sinner just came home over the top. He did, he did. Now, I, I was watching and you were cheering, obviously, for the Italian stallion. And I was, I've got Italian uh, blood in uh, in me. Now, because you're the Prime Minister, obviously the Russian and, and the Italian, and would one of those presidents uh, or Prime Ministers see you, would they say, hey, mate, you should have been going for us? Like Putin, would you be a bit angry? Well, well, I don't, uh, I don't speak with President Putin, given... Uh, his behaviour invading uh, Ukraine. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't speak to him either. I did send Prime Minister Maloney a little message uh, <laughs> wishing <laughs> wishing uh, Yannick Sinner all, all the best of luck, and I think that she'll be very pleased today. Well done. There you go. You sent one one uh, leader, one text, and don't send the other one the other one. Bang. Stitched well, we don't really have a great relationship with Russia at the moment. No, we don't. So no. Given, uh, given the fact that we're supporting the Ukrainians in their yes. struggle. But um, that's not personal with Medvedev. I think he carried himself very well. He played well, didn't night. he? He came out of the blocks on fire. It looked like he might run away with it in straight sets. But I think the fact that he'd had so many five-set games during the, the tournament, he just ran out of puff 
and Sinner just got stronger and stronger. He clearly was pretty nervous. I mean, he's 22 years old, and uh, his first Grand Slam final, and it was understandable that he was a bit nervy early on, but once he started going for his shots, uh, that forehand, and getting his first serve percentage up, he he came home uh, pretty uh, pretty strongly. Mm. Looking to take over for Jim Courier at some point, PM. All across it, all over it. How uh, I've got to ask last night the reception you got when you were welcomed. On behalf of Tennis Australia, I'd like to welcome the Australian Prime Minister, the Honourable Anthony Albanese, the Deputy Victorian Premier. Did you expect that, Elbow? Oh, it's a bit, bit of tradition in Australian sport, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, now, Prime Minister, we've actually got an apology we need to make um, because we, we've just come back fresh from holidays, so we were on a break, and, and you were lovely and kind enough to come on our show a couple of weeks ago, and we left mm. you in the hands of Josiah. Yeah, sorry now, about that. Now, I know when you come on our show, hard-hitting politics is usually what you expect from Fevnik and myself, <laughs> um, and we apologise that when you were left in the hands of Josiah, you were asked about Cavoodles. What's your Cavoodles name again? Toto. Toto. I've got oh. Elmo. Play date Elmo. one day. That's a great name for a dog. It's a great dog. It is a good name. <laughs> Morning, PM. Well, Elmo is a great name for a dog. Not only that, but Josiah invited me to his wedding. He did. Oh. We heard this, Albo. He We've got the moment. I'm having my but, wedding there later this year, Anthony Albanese, oh, so that might be a good excuse to come. Give us an invite. Yeah. Wow. So are you going to his wedding <laughs> in Albania? Minister? It, it, it's not likely I'll be just dropping into Albania for the wedding, <laughs> but, but it was very kind of him to invite me. Now, Elbow, um, a big uh, big week last week. You're talking, uh, I'm going to talk tax now. Um, I do a lot of cashies, so I don't know if it really affects <laughs> don't me. Don't tell the Prime Minister that. Um, do you want to talk about your tax cuts a little bit? Because we're, we're, we're a bit flat here. We're, we're, we're going to get well, taxed a fair bit. No, well, what you're going to get uh, with uh, your good incomes is a $4,500 tax cut because every Australian will get a tax cut. Look, so many of uh, low- and middle-income earners have been doing it really tough, and so we have... Uh, changed our position. We've redesigned the tax cut so that every Australian gets a tax cut uh, that uh, starts uh, from the the first rate of eighteen thousand two hundred right up to forty five thousand dollars. So we're going to get not a single cent, and we don't think that's fair. But the tax right. cuts are really aimed at middle Australia, so people on average incomes, which in this country is seventy three thousand dollars for an individual and $130,000 for a couple are going to get a double or more than double the tax cuts that they were going to get. What about the higher people when you go up you a little said, bit? You just said, Fev, <laughs> you still get, well, you'll get four well, and a half grand four, tax cut. You get four and a half K uh, tax cut on July 1. But uh, that, that's a good thing. Three million more Victorians will get a bigger tax cut. Uh, 80, 86% of Victorians will get more than they were going to get uh, prior to this announcement, but everyone will get a tax cut. And if you're uh, a high-income earner, you get uh, $4,500 is what I get, and, and, and Feb, you'll get too. 
Yeah, well, God, can I can I get a little? Uh, you know, we're mates. We're um, <laughs> yeah. you know, mates. We're, rates from the PM. Yeah, is we there got, any? Can we get a little bit of a special is there a, cut? A special tax cut for someone that's won two Coleman medals. Yeah. Let's say. <laughs> well, just a, a Coleman medal provision. <laughs> well, Thank you. Right to the. Uh, tax commissioner and see what uh, he says. No, no, don't but, mention my name to the tax man. I don't want to know. I, 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 think I think they might be watching you anyway, Pat. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Now, Prime, oh, no! Prime Minister, just before we let you go, uh, we do have Eric Banner. He's coming in the studio in an hour and we couldn't help but notice he was sitting behind you at yeah. the tennis last night. Did you did you get any goss on Eric? Did he, I don't know, kick your chair, didn't spill a drink over you? Any message that we can pass on to him? He's a great fellow. I've met him a couple of times and he likes playing tennis. Uh, we had a chat before uh, the match and we had a, a, a chat. No doubt you'll be talking about uh, the follow-up to the, the dry that he is in. That that was sensational. Great and movie. I just think he's, um, he's such a great Australian actor who began, of course, as a, a comedian. And yeah, we had a chat frontal. about... Uh, his, uh, his appearances on, on stage, at, there was a, a, a bar in Canberra called The Private Bin that was that was pretty rough. So you might want to ask him about <laughs> his stand-up at The Private Bin. Private Bin. Excellent. Okay, okay we'll great. start there. Um, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, thank you so much for joining us on the show and we'll be seeing you at Josiah's weddings. That will be great. <laughs> Thanks very much. Have a lovely day. Thanks for the special tax cut, mate. Appreciate it. (laughs) 1019. The Fox. Now, uh, Josiah, you just mentioned conscription, which has not been actually discussed in Parliament at the moment, but there is um, uh, an associate professor of national security has has brought it up. His name is Dr. Alexei Muravev. Um, Nailed it. I did actually nail it. But the interesting thing is um, because it does seem to – there may be an all-in war with Russia. That's what could be looming. Again. I read it. I read it. I'm not inciting alarm or panic. Mm. I'm reading from a piece of paper that it said, Australia must consider bringing back conscription as all-out war with Russia looms. So what's conscription? That's we all have to go. Well, they send you get, out. You get your birthday. Yeah, your Rick. birthday. We're, yeah. We're, we're We'd too be old. too old. We're great. Yes. We've, we've missed that. And the I'm missing a tooth. Have you got something wrong with you? Is that right? Yeah. I was, See, oh, I can't, this can't is talk. where, and let's tip our hat <laughs> to the Anzacs and our great grandparents oh, and grandparents. What incredible mm. humans. Of Vietnam because War if, as well. I agree. That's what I mean. Parents even mm. who are, who, what incredible people. They used Didn't to forge question the, it. No. And went. With honour and bravery. And some of them forged their birth certificates, Boxy, to say they were older, to go over and fight yeah. for the land. because they wanted to. When you see, yeah, hear a story of like a 14-year-old. Yeah. What an idiot. I'd make myself 60. that's not going to cut it with our... I couldn't do it. Gen you? Zs. No, no way. I'd yeah. think of a million excuses. Yeah. And back then, like in the 40s. Yeah. We want you. Uh, that's actually a microaggression, pointing at me <laughs> yeah. like that. I actually have anxiety. Oh, this generation oh, would be. But remember back in the olden, olden days, back with our grandparents, it was um, to be called a coward was mm. just one of the worst insults you could ever be given. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. Mm. Like if you said you're <laughs> a coward, I'd go, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I have no problem with that. I- interesting though, isn't it? 
Like where we would be, at, what what would happen? Because I just don't think we're ready for that. <laughs> We've just got to hope we're an island out in the Pacific Ocean and nobody cares about us. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Cool. Hey, Australia, everyone keep it down for a minute. Lights Shh. off. Duck. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. When it. when Elbo turns around and does, you know, when they come onto the screen like the presidents in America and they do a big live, we want all men and women of Australia to go for war. There'd be a few outs. I, I wouldn't be saying. What do you mean? Well, I'm 36. Is 36 too old? Probably. Yeah, you'll be too old. Oh, that's a shame. Well, no, I just watched Lone actually, Survivor again on the weekend, so... I would argue I'm actually primed. No, discrimination's gone now. You couldn't discriminate. We'd have to go. if there was. They couldn't actually say you're too old because that yeah. would now oh. be considered con- discrimination. Yeah, wow. Because I and, – and as a woman, like, I, I'm really, really – You're leaning on I that one. I love all the progressions that we've made and a I lot love of, that I'm in Met a lot of female uh, – <laughs> Female members of the forces. Yes. When I was over in Afghanistan twice, whatever. Thank me mm. on Anzac Day. That's our day. And, um, yeah, men, women, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Get in. No, I agree. I love. A lot of brave people. I love yeah. all the brave people that want to join the army. Yeah. But if there's conscription, um, I'm very happy for you boys yeah. to go. Bev's not that keen. He wants prescription. <laughs> Mate. It's tramadol. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his oh, no, he's out. He's he doesn't want it. Melbourne's 101.9, The Fox. Big, exciting news in the world of film for Australia. Feb 8th, The Dry is back. Force of Nature, The Dry 2. Brilliant film, if you missed it. The first one, starring Aaron, well, not starring Aaron Falk. The lead character is Aaron Falk, played by the wonderful Eric Banner, who's in the studio. Morning, guys. Morning. Now, Morning. Eric, How are you? We're really good, and this might surprise you, because you are not the first guest to come in and promote Force of Nature. Who came in before me? Well, not Anna Torv, not Deborah Lee Furness. We had the Prime Minister of Australia promote it. Uh, we had a chat before. Uh, the match, and we had a, a, a chat. No doubt you'll be talking about uh, the follow-up to the the dry that he is in. That that was sensational. I mean, what? There you go. Just standard. I just roll the PM out before yeah. all my, yeah. all my have the, have the posters. Are the posters printed yet? Can we get the PM's quote on the poster? I wonder if he's busy the next couple of weeks. I wonder what he's got up. I think he was avoiding the tax cuts questions. And he wanted to talk about the try. Oh, that's um, but this is, I mean, the cars are fantastic. And what I love about this, and, and being obviously a huge fan of the first one, um, where your character was going back and it was his part, revisiting his past, but this is, I just love the premise, five women go mm-hmm. in on a, a camping trip corporate or into retreat. a corporate retreat four women come out. You got me. That, yeah. I've got to know. It was the same with us. When we were making The Dry, we never really cast our minds past making that film, obviously, because, you know, the, the book was huge and we just loved it. Uh, and then we, but in the back of our minds, like, gee, the premise for Force of Nature is pretty amazing, you know, and, and Jane Harper did this great job of writing five distinctly different female characters in, in, in those roles. So, yeah, we cast five incredible actors, as you saw, and, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Oh, I love it. It's, uh, it's the genre, like, obviously crime mystery genre, but to yeah. see an Australian production do it so well um, is fantastic. And can I bring it back to the Prime Minister? Because the Prime Minister also had something else to say about you, <laughs> Eric. He, well, we said you, we, you were coming up, and mm. when he was promoting the dry, and then he said he'd like us to ask you another question. 
Um, so this is on behalf of the Prime Minister. Okay. We'd like to ask you this. <laughs> His appearances on, on stage, at, there was a, a, a bar in Canberra called the private bin that was, that was pretty rough. So you might want to ask him about his stand-up at the private bin. Oh, Talk to us about the private bin. So, it sounds grim. I'm a stand-up comic. The private bin sounds like a grim gig. Well, you're not far wrong because back in the day, uh, I started stand-up in 92. The private bin was the back then was the toughest room in Australia in wow. the early to mid nineties, and it was the only. Albo was saying that it was the only place in Canberra you could get a beer after eleven pm. So what a combo! What a combo! <laughs> but they, they used to have a DJ, and then they just stop the DJ and just bring you on to this into the same oh. area and do stand up. But it was it was brutal. It was it was so tough, and it was the bellwether for 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 comics. Can they tour? Well, send them to the bin first and see how they do. And then if you could survive the bin, you'd get a bunch of gigs. So there you go. And you survived the wow. bin. Survived the bin a couple of times. And then I had I, I was offered a third gig and I just went, I've got No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Hey, uh, you did film this up in God's country and it was up Albury Way. Um, is that right? Ma- Macedon Ranges? Sort no, of... so Yarra Valley, yeah. Otways and the Dandenongs. We oh. stitched them all together. Well, with the premiere, usually, you know, the big Sydney or you're in Melbourne. It's yeah. a big glitz and glamour but you're heading to Albury for the we premiere, are heading to Albury which will we're, be amazing we're, we're doing a couple of Q&A's up there because Albury on the drive was like one of our hugest cinemas yeah. I'm like what are people doing in Albury they're seeing it like three or four times yeah. like what's going on <laughs> so we're going we're going up there to say thank you yeah. mate that's amazing <laughs> I love that <laughs> I reckon it's the best Reward the fans where they're, yeah. if they're turning That's up. I love that. I've got a question, an odd one. Now, in the Marvel universe and the, that sort of world, like Spider Man, there's movies now where all of the Spider Mans have come back together. And you'll get Tobey Maguire. Everyone's back. Yep. Would you ever play the Hulk again? You, Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo, three Hulks kicking about? I can't see it. I can't see it. You ripped up. No. You look good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's CGI, mate. <laughs> you don't really need They don't just paint him green. <laughs> <laughs> paint him in green, 100%. A lot of steroids there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't see it happening. No Hulk. Oh, well, no hopefully Hulk you're going to get caught up because Jane Harper, there's another. She's written another book. Is, 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 are we coming back for the third installment oh, no of the idea, No idea. But look, it's like, <laughs> like I was saying before, away. it's like, uh, yeah, we, we didn't really think. It's like. It's a week before the grand final. You're not thinking about next year's grand final, you know. So, um, yeah, let's just get through this one. And if it's if it's a hit, who knows? You speak about grand finals footy. You are a massive Saints man. Oh. Um, you go to training. I think you're even in the cheer squad. Um, you're there all the time. <laughs> How are the Saints going to go this year? Because we're, we're warming up. It's nearly the start. Pretty excited, mate. I'm, I'm wrapped that we went to the draft again. Our, our list of young talent is looking Really exciting. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think there's a lot of exciting things happening down at the Saints, and we're building. We're building. We're building. Get on board. Carlton said they've been building since 1995, so we're almost there. It's been 35 years. (laughs) And sorry to go back to an old film, but I heard a story. No, it's another another stand-up comic, a mate of ours, Dave O'Neill. I've heard the story, and I want to know if this is true. Dave O'Neill, is it true? Did he try and talk you out of doing Chopper? He he claims this, and and um, yeah, someone someone told me that story. My 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 long term memory is terrible. So um, he said it wouldn't have worked as a movie. That's what Dave O'Neill said to <laughs> Eric Banner about I'm, Chopper. I'm glad I didn't listen to him. <laughs> 
Mate, oh, we no. went to Cobham Estate. I went uh, with Eric and we went with Nick Rewalt oh. and we went with Gary Lyon. We went for Nick because he's an ambassador. We flew up to or nearly Albury. It's up uh, Cobram Way near Yarrawonga. Um, and three people out of that trip um, have got Cobham Estate oil deals now. And I think you and I are the only ones that don't. <laughs> What did you what boys do, we do wrong up there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I behaved myself. Gary Lyon's got a deal. We behaved ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We were chatting. About, you know what we did? I actually chatted because I didn't want to bring up the tennis thing because I brought up the tennis thing last time. And then I got in trouble because when I played tennis with you, um, I got in trouble and then I got banned from playing tennis. But I didn't want to bring it up that we chatted. But on, on the flight, we chatted about the dry, the first one. That's right. We, we spoke in depth about the dry. And now the dry two's out. So I cannot wait to watch this. What? Is this your way of trying to get a Cobram estate deal? Why did that get brought up? <laughs> no, because well, I just no, want to know I, what these folks did up there. I was bringing up the jet because everyone that oh, was okay, on it got, got it. a deal, and I, I don't think you have, yes. and I haven't. I want. I use that bloody um, oil. Okay, I want. Okay. I want a deal. <laughs> And I didn't get one. And I'm like, what did we do? We were just talking about the dry. There wasn't the some trip. Fev Banner nudie run we haven't heard about. Or... <laughs> no, <laughs> How we loose good. did we get up there? I like, mate, it's an amazing place to cop in a state wine. <laughs> there we go. Isn't it, Eric? Isn't it? We're going to talk about Force yes, of Nature. Force of Nature, the dry in cinemas, Feb 8th. Um, this is so exciting. We cannot wait to see this. And the other, just a quick apology. I don't know whether you've noticed this. Are oh, you no. an NFL fan? Um, I, I do follow a little, I don't have a horse in the race, but I, I, I do appreciate it. So uh, you're talking about, the, we're not giving up the scores. No, we're not. No, okay. but it's happening over your it's head at the moment. Head. And I don't yep, think yep. Fev has looked at you once. No, that's okay. I, I, I get the obsession. I've got a couple of mates who are right into this. And, no, and um, no. I, I It's actually going, nice to let Eric know, cause you would have walked out and gone, Fev's cross-eyed. No, Who's your team, Fev? I'm the Green Bay Packers. We lost last week, but I want the Chiefs to win cause you want Tay-Tay with the Super Bowl. You want the... And you want the 49ers in the other on Yeah, the other I side? think the 49ers, but Detroit haven't been, they haven't won a Super Bowl ever in their history. Yeah, I was trying to work out who my St. Kilda is in the NFL. Yeah, I always like to find, find yeah. a, do you know a Detroit. No, yeah, do you know there's no, uh, 12 teams in the whole NFL? There's 36 teams. Yeah. There's 12 teams that have never won one. Uh, are the oh, Bills, wow. are the Bills one of them? The Bills, are, the the Bills, are, yeah, Bills. the Bills are one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they got locked out last week. Yeah. They're my team. Yeah. The Bills. So I've been looking at Eric the whole time okay, because I he's going to play me in my film. So I'm yes, just just it. making Boss, sure well, it's can... not happening. Yeah. No, yeah. it is happening. Don't tell <laughs> it is Don't happening. Tell I read the script and it was a bit. You read you the know. script, mate. You win an Oscar. Dry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to February. You win an Oscar. You win everything. Cinemas across Australia, Eric Banner. Thanks, mate. Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. That's well, a we're... great week, Boxy, to we... be alive, isn't it? It is. Uh, well, you might not be alive if you've been shot in 131060 oh. right now. Well, they wouldn't be calling there, would they? That's a good point. We just need one. One question. Are you in labour right now? Are you a billionaire? Have you ever fought a bear? Are you Amish? Do you have a panic room? Were you in an exorcism? Have you married an object? Have you died? All we need is one, one, one. caller. Yes, the question we've asked, uh, this segment only gets brought up occasionally because we only need one caller for it to be successful. Now, the question we've asked this morning, and I'm imagining there aren't many people in Melbourne that this would have happened to, but have you been shot is the question. I don't know if the, the sound effect's necessary. Yeah, very graphic. Well, well, that's what we're asking. Yeah. And it's not like any sort of gunshot. That sounds like a rifle, like a ah! shotgun. Yeah, I'm worried if you're in your car and you hear that, you think it's outside well, the no, car as well. Thinking, it's just things you I think it's a code breach. I don't know that you can play that sound effect. Anyway, um, unbelievably, we got one! 
from Caroline Springs. Morning. Good morning, guys. How are we on this happy Monday morning? How are we we're good. great, Caroline. And we're even more excited because you've got a, a gripping story about how you've been shot. <laughs> well, it's actually my mum, but it's a hilarious story. So 20 years ago, 19 to be, to be uh, exact, my brother brought a house and we were all cleaning it out. We didn't realise it was a grow house, so say no more. So we're cleaning it all out, and they find a little box, a cardboard box in the cupboard. So my dad's tottering around, and he finds this, what he thought's a little hand toy pistol, and he goes to shoot it. And he happened to be pointing it at my mum, so shot my mum in the chest. Oh, it was an actual my gun. Mum and dad are, my mum and dad are Christians. This is an important piece. So my dad races mum to the hospital. She's got size F boobs. That's another important piece. Mm. And, I uh, saved her. Had to get cleared by police that, you know, it wasn't intentional. Anyway, I'm in sales by day and I thought, you know what, there's a story here. So I rang the Women's Day and sold the story to them for $1,000. So they come and interview my mum and dad and then she was on radio. <laughs> And but she was horrified that the little caption on the front of the woman's day said, "My boob saved my life." Yeah, remember, would have. Was, remember, I said she was a Christian, so she told me I'm never involved in selling her family stories again. And um, oh. I did an X-ray of it; she was one centimeter from a vital organ. Wow. So in the interview, Mum said, "Oh, you know, God, God saved me." But of course, none of that was printed in the article. So. We still laugh about it to this day. Dad was cleared. He didn't intentionally shoot mum, and, and that's our story. That is, te- like, I'm just trying to go back into that moment for your dad. Just fun, got a little toy pistol, and then shooting your wife. Oh, was it fun? He's like, oh, finally, bang. Oh, bloody no. hell, her big boob saved her. Damn it. That's an amazing <laughs> story, Caroline. Wow. Um, thank you for that. And it, 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 it's close. Like, it's not, Caroline was, but it's, it's close. It's close, we, but it wasn't it. We got one! We got another one! Um, now we've got to un- ask what's going on in Caroline Springs, because Tanya's called <laughs> the through. The West is best. <laughs> Tanya. Um, it's a bit of a worry. It's that man-made Tanya, lake. Have you been you. shot? I sure have. Oh. But I actually shot myself. In a foot. Um, I shot myself twice, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm so, I, I'm lucky because I grew up only daughter with three brothers, so I was always inquisitive. I did the girly things, but I also liked to get out there and you know kick the footy and play cricket and go shooting with my brothers. Um, I was inquisitive. We used to live in a hotel up in Bendigo, and I used to sunbake on the roof of the hotel, one end of the pub. And my brothers used to lay down on their bellies with their blood guns and shoot at birds, as you did back in the 80s. A um, couple of weeks after my brother had sort of got his prize shot of a, an old bird that was annoying my dad's tomatoes, um, I got inquisitive and got hold of one of the guns one morning, went outside and I thought, oh, I can do this. So I put the slugs in the gun and didn't realise I had my finger on the trigger. So oh. as I closed it, bang, off it went. Um, it was, they are only slugs, but they still hurt and they still, yeah. Where did they up get you? They sting. I shot myself in the foot. Oh. Oh, double barrel. And I let out, let out a yell, but that wasn't, you know, I wasn't smart then. So I actually did it again. I opened it up and I thought, oh. how did that? And I shot it again. <laughs> the way it went. So I shot myself twice, oh. ran inside, 
And I was, I was trying not to sort of, I was holding back tears and trying to, I was thinking, how am I going to tell my mum? She's going to go berserk, dad's going to go berserk. And then they burst out <gasps> laughing. And I went, oh, and I was crying. And, you know, and they were trying not to laugh when they realised what I'd done and what I'd done it with. And my dad just reached us over and goes, oh, I think I'll take that. Um, you, you stick to drying your hair with the hairdryer, I think. Tanya, <laughs> <Dang, laughs> what? It. Oh, what's a slug? Like, what is that that, that was in your like, foot? Oh, well, like, back in the 80s, slug guns were everywhere. Oh, kids growing up, they were, you know, little boys would get a slug gun for their 10th birthday and they, they're just like a little, they look like a little rifle, but they've got little pellets that mm. go into them. So they go in your skin. Um, they go like, in you. They look like staplers, but thicker. They, yeah, they pretty much, they are. You're right, Tev. It's, they're like, they wouldn't actually kill anything unless it it's could a bird. take an eye out. Like, yeah. unless it was a little bird. <laughs> um, if it was shot in the face, absolutely. You could mm. do, you could take oh, an eye out. Try it, but, um, no. <laughs> Honestly, say to this very day, we always laugh about them because I know with all the gun laws and, you know, they're not nice to have, but it's a discipline too because my brothers used to have the little, you know, bodies cut out with animals because mum didn't want people on them. And the boys would, you know, lay down and they'd start firing at them. But, I mean, God, if a child was given one of them today, you'd be probably locked up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, there you go. We did ask the question, have you been shot? It's a slug gun. Mm. Um, does, that, does it count? Well, let's see because... We got one! Oh, John in Geelong. Hello, John. Morning, guys. John, have you been shot? Yes, I have. Oh, what, what did you get shot with, a real gun? Yes, I did. How did you get shot, John? I was working in security at a hospital, not yeah. too far from Geelong, and Where are we? got a <laughs> got a call to the maternity ward. A disgruntled dad. I had to remove him because he was being a pill. And, what a new dad! Uh, yeah, a new dad. He was a dad of twins, and he was just being an absolute pill. He went out to his car, tore around the car park, and I, myself and one of the nurses was just standing there watching it, and next minute, bang. He, he shot, shot you? Shot me. Oh. Shattered the, the bone in my leg. Oh. And lucky enough, yeah, been in the hospital. Did, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Johnny, did you react like Fee and just go, ow? That's what Fee no, thinks it's like to it be shot. it was more... Ouchie. What the? Yeah. yeah. And sprawled on the ground because it really hurt. Oh. Well, you know, different people have different birth plans. Like, let's need to the Spotify playlist. This guy need to do doughies and fire yeah. a gun out the window, you know. Uh, far out. John. <laughs> so so when the, um, when the bullet goes in, so it's re- like really painful or would you, like, is it just like being kicked in the shin? Uh, let's say you break your leg in three places. It's pretty oh, similar to that. I you... now have a metal rod <gasps> that goes down the centre of the bone. Oh, gee, John, that is hardcore. You don't expect that from the maternity ward. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. What happened to cigars down the pub? You know? <laughs> Mate, he shot his gun twice. Melbourne's 101.9 The Fox.
It is the Fox's Fifi Fevenick, your number one breakfast show. Now, I don't like to start interviews with an apology, uh, but our very good friend Grant Denya has walked into the studio. Oh, bless you. How are you? It's so good to see you. We're great. We haven't seen you for ages, but Fev literally just said to you 30 mm. seconds before the song ended, apologies if I'm not listening to you because no, I'm no, watching no, no, the no. NFL over your head. I said, I'm sorry if I'm not looking at you because I'm watching the NFL. I am listening. Oh. Yeah, he did say he's listening. Um, yeah. But okay. quite frankly, I'm used to everyone looking over my head. Have yeah, you seen uh, how tall I am? I'm at, I actually can see the teeth. I'm like, do you need? Do we have to put the desk down? Do you need something to stand on? Um, I'm feeling good today. Now, do you stand on the cases at Deal or No Deal? Forget, yeah. forget the NFL, the fact that uh, Taylor Swift is watching Travis Kelsey. It is all about Deal or No Deal. Stop back it. Tonight, 6pm, Channel 10 and 10 play and uh, hosting it, the wonderful Grant Denyer. Oh, mate's back. Now, what you don't know, Grant, is there are two mm-hmm. men in the studio, Nick and Fev, who have a, a history of Deal or No Deal. Are you deal. kidding? They've both been part of it in the what? past. Well, I think Fev had a much bigger role. This was before <laughs> I even, I was like two years into stand-up, I think. And a Did girlfriend you date of, Megan Markle? Was that, was that your connection with Deal That's me. She loves rangers, no obviously. Um, <laughs> no, I, I got to be one of the people just holding a suitcase. I had mm. suitcase 24. Four, I want to say. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it had that's 50 cute. bucks in it. end up someone just holding a suitcase? Mm. Yeah. Well, I well, thought... Well, he probably I... got paid for it. He was eating two-minute noodles at that time. <laughs> no. Was this your break into the industry, was it? Was this, this is, your gateway yeah, this to, my... to greatness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to start on deal or no deal holding a suitcase, and uh, I didn't get it right. I and thought uh, there was 500. Uh, there was only 50. Oh, yeah. and I was a contestant. I actually had the case with that other guy. It didn't quite work out for him. But I had the case, and uh, I picked number four. Yeah. My well, wife said pick four because I wanted to pick 25. Yeah. But that was my footy number. So I knew they wouldn't have it behind there. And uh, I always watch this show. I used to religiously mm. watch it. And if there's always green on the board, you keep having a crack. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, have a crack, have a crack. There was two greens and three others left. I had five cases left and I went one more and there was four left. But before the show, the producer goes, because it was for a, uh, a home viewer. Yep. You're playing they on said, Because of your gambling history. If it's a good number, don't gamble it because we'll probably get in trouble and it's for someone else. And I was like, oh, there's two greens left. They offered me 50000 and I went, I want to go again. And I took the deal and there was 200000 in my case. Oh, no. no. The highest number. I had, I had you, the jackpot. You picked the case. I did. You're joking. Yes, and then I won 50000 for some dude. I was so flat. Well, nice for that dude. Oh, he's yeah. now just every Christmas just going, this could have been a Porsche. Yeah. He's driving a Honda yeah. Accord. Yeah. Now he's going, it could have been a Filthy, Porsche. Filthy. Had lo- Fev gone yeah. on. If he, if he hadn't gambled like he did all his life, I would have been richer. <laughs> I know. You're good at it. You were born for that game, right? Because yeah. the good thing about this is it's within reach. You don't, unlike other quiz shows, you don't need to be a genius. You know, you don't need to be a political animal or know everything about, you know, theology or geology. You just need to have a little bit of gut instinct yeah. about you. You've got to hold your nerve. Don't take a deal from the banker and you're good to go. Yeah. It's simple. Just go all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have and to. I and I reckon the reason why I think it might work well is because like everyone else is just doing news at six o'clock, and not every family wants news on round the clock in the house. Not particularly at the got young kids. Grim. My kids have never seen the news. There you go. Ever. There you go. Really? And, no, they don't even know what that is. Wow. And, and I think that's probably not a bad thing. Am Thank I right? You. Like Thank it's. Thank you, Grant. As darker as the world yes. gets, and as scary as this global situation is, is that something that you want in your in your family lounge room as you're no. preparing dinner? No. You're no. all kind of there as a collective. You just sort of want something that's fun and light and upbeat, and you can just watch great people win good money for want, good causes. I don't want my five and two year old watching the news. I want him next to me on the couch as Dad yells, "It's twenty two! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take the deal." <laughs>
kids fee, uh, fees kids haven't seen the news because she gets home, puts them all dinner, stands behind the 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 dining table and reads the news to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's uh-huh. never off. Yeah, news just in, Trixie and Daisy. Mummy's the best at radio. Uh-huh. Eat your vegetables or Santa won't come. Breaking news. <laughs> I can't wait till deal or no deal. Just that phrase like comes back to bite me because I'm in the excitement phase. It's kind yeah. of like the early days of a relationship where you're in the afterglow and yeah. you're in love. Honeymoon but then period. there's going to be that period where, you know, it's it's been on air for a little bit. I'll go to a coffee shop. It'll be a fancy <laughs> joint here in Melbourne. I'll ask for a half-strength soy vanilla latte, and the barista's going to go, No No deal! (laughs) Get out of my shop! It's not a lolly shop! That's what's going to happen. Is that your legitimate coffee order? (laughs) Shut up. Yes, it is. You you live in Bathurst. Oh, yeah. There's no way you're getting that there. I genuinely, this is legit. I got kicked out of a shop, a coffee shop here, and I was with a mate um, here in Melbourne. And not only did the the barista yell at me for ordering a lolly, as, as he mm. called it, but then my mate yelled at me because this is my local. Stop stuffing it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing ordering that? Yeah, it sounds nice, though. Half string soy vanilla yeah. latte. It's bang on. Yeah. Not the manliest drink you'll ever order. It. it is but a milkshake. You're talking about your, because you've just started almond I've just started milk. almond because I, I think um, something's wrong with my guts. I can't drink milk. He's diagnosed yeah. himself as like toast intolerant, yeah. but no doctor's yeah. been involved yeah. in that. Yeah. But I don't drink milk. <laughs> and yeah. when I do drink milk, it hurts my stomach. So there's something wrong with it. Yeah, it sounds like you've, you've hit a bullseye there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's plain and simple. It's also, I like, love Fev on the weekend. It's like 58 beers and a vape. And he's like, there's something with that purer full cream, I think, that's. Mate, upsetting my I, internal I could do all that and I don't get sick. So obviously. <laughs> my gut biome's out. Grant, my body knows. I know my body. My body now, knows hang me. Hang on a second. I'll put you up there. A few years ago, he said, I've got to stop eating red meat. It's making me feel sick. And yeah. he stopped eating meat for two weeks. But then he ended no, no. up in hospital because he's appendix Four months. Four months. It was appendicitis. Yeah. It wasn't red meat. So Jeez. I got back on get the meat died. train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're blaming the meat for your yeah, appendicitis. Like, so now that's not how that so works. So I went pescatarian and just started eating fish. Yeah, it had nothing that to go? do with your diet. Mate, it was great. Felt good. But I missed my meat. Like yeah. I missed deal, deal or no deal. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> and it's back. See, yeah, it's back. It's back. Any, oh, it's back, uh, any changes, Smooth. like any um, twists. twists or nuances? That... Yeah, we've, uh, we don't have the dealettes anymore. Oh, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because too many <laughs> women thought they'd end up marrying a prince, maybe? Yeah, well, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it was very 2024. You right, know, if yeah. we were showed up with like, We've got 22 cases, not 26. So we've reduced the amount of cases, which is kind of just allows us to... Talk more? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Booyah? Is Booyah there? No. That was 26, wasn't it? That's old mates. Yeah, that is old mates. We're giving that away. Yeah, that's fair. There's a few things that we've moved on from. (laughs) (laughs) We've hopefully they've cleaned out the dressing room, they've done everything, (laughs) don't want anything laying around. We've levelled it up. It's a little bit more luxe now. It's a bit more high end. To be honest, it's actually, I'll be absolutely frank with you, it's it's better than I expected it to be. It's more dramatic than I thought. It's yeah. funnier than I thought. It's, it's kind of like I've bitten all my nails down. I've, <laughs> I've ugly cried. I've, I've laughed so much. I nearly puked. Like it's, it's bloody good. I, and I yeah. genuinely mean it. It's a great show. Uh, another great show uh-huh. uh, is Celebrity Get Me Out of Here uh, over in Africa, and they've got new hosts now. King I, of the Jungle. I, and I was the King of the Jungle. You you've, were. You've been, you've been yeah. in the jungle. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, second. Um, second are you a bit flat, oh. Bob? Got the gig and not you? Because I thought you'd be perfect for that. It's a Channel 10. You, uh, I think your missus might have even retweeted someone that said that you should have been the host, and she retweeted it. Did you know that? I didn't know she did that yeah, sneaky little yeah. devil. 
She's like, working behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, she's working behind the, the scenes. puppet master. <laughs> so, that, so I read it that as you winch going, why didn't I get that bloody Bobo? And he's just a crocodile dude. I didn't. <laughs> just, I didn't. I think they had something already for me that I was not at that stage aware of. Oh, that so old chestnut. I think they'd had uh, Deal or No Deal already put aside for me, uh, but they hadn't told me yet. So yeah, I, I was kind of, I, I loved the jungle. Yeah. I know you did, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think they had deal You're already. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely beating yeah. around the bush. That was that both. much crap coming out yeah. of your mouth. I <laughs> couldn't do both. I think there's soy vanilla latte everywhere in here. He's <laughs> yeah. just absolutely crushed the Mate, <laughs> I've never seen you look more flat. You're like, oh yeah, I had something else. We're going, Mate, no, 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 no. That was drivel. You wanted that gig. I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy with what I got. I prefer this. Hey, uh, we love that. You could have both though. No, Bo Ryan could. does That's 85 things that don't rate. Also, <laughs> Bo Ryan took a job off Fed, so he's a bit funny about that. <laughs> he was taking a whole gladiators. Yeah. You wouldn't even know yeah. it's on. Were you lined up for that? He I was, was, was shooing. Are in. you joking? Yeah, and they didn't want me. You would have killed that. Yeah, I know. Not an amazing right. race. He's I'm not allowed to go to half the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at the end. Anyway. <laughs> Good luck, everyone. We are thrilled. This <laughs> business class to the finish line, thanks. That you, Grant Daniel Rose, you deal or no yes. deal. Um, this is all the chips are falling to the right places tonight, 6 p.m., Channel 10. Don't miss it. Because first night tonight. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know. It's here. I'm feeling the pressure. And no, don't. Yeah, the whole network's future it. rests on my yes. shoulders. Yes. What numbers are behind tonight, do you know? I don't know what episode's on tonight. Oh. No, I can't tell. We'll watch it 6pm tonight, Channel 10. Thanks, Grant. Appreciate it, mate. Come and have a play sometime. 1019. The Fox. It is The Fox's Fifi Fevenick, your number one breakfast show. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new week. Morning. Yes. Um, now, we work in radio, in the media, and accidents happen. Microphones get left on. Things that you hope the public never hear get heard. You know how, like, in television particularly... Mm. If you're a news anchor and um, the sound guy or girl or person doesn't like you, they can mm. release audio yeah. of what you say when the mics are live and you don't know. Um, right, I this... hate for the mics to be live when we've got songs on. Really? Oh, oh. Man, I don't the... think we say anything that bad. Mate, this grim stuff that Oh, come... we get cancelled. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. We don't, we're not mean. There's no oh, like, no, we're bad not mean, stuff. but we'd just be, wouldn't have a job. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All the things you can't say on radio anymore, yeah. we say while the songs are on. Yeah. Um, but Basil Zemplis, you might know him, Channel 7. Yeah. I know he filled in for Koshy a lot. He's over in WA. He's the mayor. He is the mayor. Um, anyway, he was doing a cross on Channel 7, and he's in hot water over this. Now, there are two sides to this story, because I read the headlines. I fell for the clickbait yesterday. Mm. And it sounds like he said something um, quite derogatory about female tennis. Uh, now, are we going to play the whole grab Josiah or the bit? Yeah, the whole one where he talks about okay. the, yeah. So he has come out and defended himself and said he wasn't actually referring to the tennis being female tennis final being a reserve game. He's saying he was referring to a reserve game in terms of news reading. So when the tennis is on, if you're reading the news on a competition station, you're just playing reserves because oh. nobody's watching your news yeah. bulletin. Yeah. But let's listen to the audio. And a lot of people are going, no, you called the female tennis final a reserves game. Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the female finals, yes. It's a reserves game. Then. <laughs> uh, I'd say that having been there, obviously. Plenty of nights when I've read the... Uh... Okay. Uh, well, I'm in uh, in your hands. Uh, would you like me to say anything? Or no, he 100 percent said the reserves game was a 
the woman's phone off. See, I don't think so because no, then he, he followed up and yeah, he said, in his head he was, nights no. I've read the news. Yeah, no, no, no. Because in his head he's going, oh, shit, I have stuffed that. But he didn't know he was live. Yeah, but he, whoever was around, there was females around and he thought, you know, when you say something and then about three seconds later you go, yeah, oh, my God, is. I wish. Oh, 100%. Because it was like a reserves final. It was like no. She okay, can her. I give you the other? Con- I know I'm I'm it defending was him, to watch. but because he's come out and he's vehemently defended himself and said I've uncategorically. Yeah. But I've think about thing, it. I've done things that I've come <laughs> okay, out. And- I was going to ask. He's <laughs> crossing. He's crossing to the news. Yeah. On Channel Seven, mm. knowing that Channel Nine have got the tennis on, he's gone. So what is it? The women's final, and they've gone. Yep, and he's gone. Right. So this is a. He didn't say this, but he meant. So this is a reserves game. We're not really, we're the backup. Nobody's watching us. Yeah, well, I swear, I'm, glad, I'm glad you stick up for I'm him. I'm going to believe but the, him. But the women's final was boring because uh, the Belarusian, uh, she absolutely smashed. The, the, she was over in an hour. It was like, she, she was so good. She went back to back. I watched the whole thing. She mm. absolutely dominated her. Right. Okay. So, so it was like a senior player playing against the reserves at the other end. Okay. Well, one of my favourite things I've learned about you in my time on the show, Fev, is your ability to come up with an excuse in a millisecond of what's happened. And he did it. Hey, would, would you have gone with that? What would your excuse have been? Because no, I was thinking you would have more said, no, that's AI. That wasn't me. Oh, 100%. I said, yeah. <laughs> and I would have said, no. Nah. No, nah, I think he meant that. But then he's accident, and then he's come out. And, mate, sometimes you say things you regret. Yeah, just don't I, know. To it. I know it's strange. Uh, just that say, you think yeah, I'm, I'm so taking sorry. His side, but I and because he's the mayor, see. he's like, oh my god, did I just say that? But or... the footage that got leaked, that got went out yesterday, cut off that bit where he then talks about reading the news, yeah. and I'm like, oh, oh I did think... they cut that bit off? I th- well, I think uh, maybe oh, he was the clickbait stories did, but now that he's just explained himself, yeah. I'm well, maybe he the was. Of the doubt. Do you know what? Who cares? But then in my past, I had lots of cheating ex-boyfriends and I bought lots of mate, some, <laughs> mate, some guy, going, didn't some guy say to you, go, what's his hair? And you go, oh, it's my sister. He goes, oh, it's my well, sister. there were long in strands of dark hair on his pillow oh, and he said his sister His sister has been, been staying over. there. And oh. he goes, oh, that's good then. Carry <laughs> on. <laughs> Melbourne's number one breakfast show. It's the Foxes. Fifi, Fev and Nate. Wake up with Fifi, Fev. Nick. On the Fox.